welcome to Furniture Industry News, your go-to source for staying up to date on all the latest happenings in the furniture industry. Brought to you by FurniturePodcast.com, we'll bring you the latest news and insights so you can stay in the know on everything that's shaping the world of furniture. In today's episode, we'll cover the high job satisfaction but lower compensation in the home furnishings industry, the expected decline in annual spending on homeowner improvements and repairs, and the consumer sentiment of holiday shopping deals not actually saving money. According to the results of the second annual salary survey conducted by Strategic Insights for Furniture Today and Home Accents Today, the home furnishings industry appears to have a relatively high rate of job satisfaction. The survey collected responses from over 370 participants, including manufacturers and retailers in the furniture, bedding, and home accents sectors. Among the respondents, job satisfaction was highest among those in retail positions, with 78% expressing contentment with their current roles. However, those on the manufacturing side were not far behind, with 75% reporting similar high levels of satisfaction with their jobs. While the majority of participants were satisfied with their jobs overall, a slightly lower percentage felt equally content with their compensation packages. Two-thirds of respondents, including 66% of retailers and 64% of manufacturers, expressed strong satisfaction with their pay and benefits. It is worth noting that retailers experienced a slight decrease in satisfaction compared to the previous year, while manufacturers saw a modest increase. The survey also revealed gender differences in job satisfaction. Male participants generally expressed higher levels of satisfaction with their compensation compared to their female counterparts. In the manufacturing sector, 39% of men reported being very satisfied with their compensation, while only 14% of women felt the same. However, a higher proportion of female respondents checked the somewhat satisfied box, bringing their overall satisfaction levels closer to those of men in the manufacturing sector. A similar pattern emerged in the retail sector. 41% of men were very satisfied with their compensation, while only 16% of women felt the same. However, more women expressed being somewhat satisfied, which balanced the overall satisfaction levels to some extent between genders in retail positions. Longevity in the job varied between retailers and manufacturers, with a higher percentage of retailers claiming tenure of 20 years or more with their current employers compared to manufacturers. The majority of participants in both fields held salary-based positions. Examining specific job titles, CEOs, partners, and owners of retail businesses reported a wide range of salaries, with some earning less than $50,000 per year and others making between $2.5 million and $3.9 million. Among manufacturers, those with the same titles reported salaries ranging from $100,000 to $1 million, with 40% falling between $150,000 and $199,999. Managers, both in retail and manufacturing, generally saw salaries concentrated below $200,000, with the majority below $100,000. Regarding pay increases, a larger percentage of retailers reported that their companies lacked a process for yearly raises compared to manufacturers. However, both figures had decreased slightly from the previous year's survey. Amid ongoing concerns about rising inflation, most respondents indicated that their companies did not make accommodations for inflation during 2022. 
For those who did receive adjustments, a higher than average wage increase was given to some participants, while others were given a cost of living increase to offset the inflation spike. The leading indicator of remodeling activity, LIRA, published by the Joint Center for Housing Studies at Harvard University, presents a forecast of annual expenditures for improvements and repairs to owner-occupied homes. According to the latest LIRA report, spending in this sector is projected to decline at an accelerating rate in the first half of 2024. The LIRA predicts a year-over-year decrease in spending on homeowner improvements and maintenance of 2.7% in the first quarter of next year, followed by a 5.9% decline in the second quarter. This trend follows a slowdown in growth that began in the final quarter of 2022. Abby Will, Associate Project Director, highlights the challenges facing the home remodeling industry, including high interest rates, softer house price appreciation, and sluggish home sales. It is expected that annual spending on homeowner improvements and repairs will decrease from $486 billion in the second quarter of this year to $457 billion over the next four quarters. Carlos Martin, project director, notes that the ongoing reductions in household moves will lead to a decline in remodeling and repair activity typically associated with home sales. However, this impact may be partly mitigated if homeowners with low mortgage rates choose to renovate their current homes to meet changing needs or take advantage of federal incentives for energy efficiency retrofits. The Lira provides a short-term outlook on national home improvement and repair spending for owner-occupied homes. It measures the annual rate of change in spending for the current quarter and the subsequent four quarters, helping to identify future turning points in the business cycle of the home improvement and repair industry. In related news, the National Association of Realtors reports a drop in existing home sales in June. Sales varied across the four major U.S. regions, with gains seen in the Northeast, stability in the Midwest, and declines in the South and West. All regions experienced year-over-year sales dips. When it comes to deal days like Prime Day, Way Day, or sales associated with major American holidays, consumers are inundated with promotions and discounts. However, a recent poll conducted by USA Today and Ipsos reveals that the majority of consumers, 69%, don't believe these deals actually save them money. Only 30% of respondents saw these shopping events as money-saving opportunities. Of those who participate in these special holidays, 60% made planned purchases and just 31% felt they spent too much money during the promotional period. To be considered a good deal, about three-quarters of consumers preferred discounts between 10% and 49%. Half of the respondents wanted discounts ranging from 10% to 29%, while the other half preferred the higher end of the range. Meanwhile, 19% of consumers stated that a discount of 50% or more was necessary for a deal to be labeled as good. The survey also explored the concept of buyer's remorse related to sales events. It found that 42% of respondents have made a purchase for an item on sale and later regretted it. The main reasons for remorse included not actually needing the item, 62%, making an impulse purchase, 42%, already having too much stuff, 34%, and finding the item at a lower price later on, 19%. To avoid buyer's remorse, 53% of respondents would like the ability to compare prices across retailers and brands. Another 47% believe that thorough product research would solve the problem. 
Additional strategies mentioned to prevent regrets included planning purchases in advance, 37%, receiving price drop alerts, 28%, assessing whether a product is priced high, typical, or low, 25%, and examining the price trend of a product over the past 90 days, 25%. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys at the next one and don't forget to subscribe.